Hello, you're listening to Van Street Baptist Church, located in Danville, Virginia, where you will hear the Word of God delivered by our very own Reverend Maurice Farrell. Now let's sit back and enjoy the Word. Amen. If you know, if you know God got up with all power, why don't you come on and just help us worship Him? Come on and just begin to love on God like He loves on you. He, he looks beyond your faults, Woo! and he meets you right at your knees. Can somebody say, Jesus loves me? Somebody say, I know he loves me. I know he loves me. He fixes me up. He picks my spirit up. Somebody say, I know he loves me this morning. Can somebody say, I know he loves me this morning? He loves me. Not only did he love me, y'all, he died for me. And then he got up with all power in his hand. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, Van Street. To all of those who are worshiping with us this morning, we just want to bid you good morning. It is good to see you on this beautiful Sunday morning. We are excited that God has allowed us to come together one more time. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Man, this worship team has blessed my soul this morning. They have just really almost taken me all the way in. I almost didn't get a chance to get up here because of the way they were singing this morning and worshiping to God, and we are just thankful that you are here worshiping with us. Please, if you are visiting with us, please tell us where you're uh, worshiping with us from so that we can see uh, how far this ministry is reaching. It is always good to see our friends and family who are worshiping with us from near and far, so please just let us know where you're worshiping from. It is just good to be in the house of God one more time. I'm so excited. We're going to jump right into our sermon series again. It's entitled Love Songs, y'all. Love Songs has been blessing us, and we're going to go right there today. I want to ask that you would get your Bibles out. We're going to the First book in the Bible, Genesis, Genesis 29, Genesis 29, starting around verse 30, Genesis 29, starting around verse 30. While you are getting your scripture, I want to say it was so good to see all of you at our first drive-in movie night on Friday. Man, we had a great time watching that movie, Overcoming. It was just so good to see so many of our young people, so many of our seniors. It was just great to be able to just see people again and have a good, safe, fun watching the movie. It was just a good time. And I'm looking forward to the next event. Shout out to Minister Rita and Sister Angela Bowden, uh, Deacon Fred Johnson, uh, for just helping us to pull that together. Our women, youth, and men's ministry came together and helped us. And, and a big shout out to our security team, our trustees, and, and the Danville Police Department who kept us safe while we were watching the movie. Amen. Amen. Genesis 29, verse 30, reading from the New Living Translation of this particular passage of text, reads as thus. So Jacob slept with Rachel too, and he loved her much more than Leah. He then stayed and worked for Laban the additional seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children but Rachel could not conceive. So Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. 
she named him Reuben. For she said, the Lord has noticed my misery, and now my husband will love me. She soon became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She named him Simeon, for she said, the Lord heard that I was unloved and has given me another son. Then she became pregnant a third time and gave birth to another son. His name was Levi. For she said, surely this time, my husband will feel my affection for me since I have given him three sons. Once again, Leah became pregnant and gave birth to another son. She named him Judah. For she said, now I will praise the Lord. And then she stopped having children. Amen. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, we... We thank you, we glorify you, we magnify you. It is now, Lord God, that we're at the preaching and teaching moment. I pray now, Lord God, that you will hide me behind your cross. I pray, Lord God, that you will settle my spirit, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will breathe through me a fresh rhema word that will be beneficial and applicable to everyone's lives. I pray, Lord God, that you will give us application and principalities, Lord God, that will help us to make it through this life called, this journey called life. I'm praying now, Lord God, that you will bless this preaching moment. I pray, Lord God, that you will hide me behind your cross. Lord God, let them see none of me but hear and feel all of you. Lord God, bless this message, Lord God. Bring back to remembrance everything that we studied, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to be a help to somebody else. Lord God, we need you more than we ever needed you before. Bless us now, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 We're, we're in love songs, y'all. We're in love songs. And I'm going to ask Magic if he will help me to introduce this sermon title. Come on, y'all know what it is. Why don't y'all go ahead and put it in the chat? So good. y'all flashback. I saw everybody online flashback to that moment. That moment. It's love song, y'all. And as the Spirit shall guide, we are preaching from the thought when somebody 
loves you back. How can you have love songs without having Teddy P, without having Teddy Pendergrass? Let, let me start this message off by saying the obvious. There is no way that I can preach a sermon series entitled Love Songs without Theodore Doris Pendergrass, better known to us as Teddy P. Teddy P was raised and born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He initially rose to musical fame as the lead singer of Harold Melville and the Blue Notes. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. After leaving the group in 1976, Pendergrass launched a successful solo career under the Philadelphia International Record Label. And it was after signing with this label that Pendergrass released five consecutive platinum albums, which was a record at that time for any African-American R&B artist. Songs like, I think you better let it go. Before it looks like another TKO. Y'all not trying to help me. He used to sing songs like, close, close the door. He, he used to sing songs like, come and go with me. Some of y'all know it. Some of y'all already singing the songs. The, my favorite song was, turn out the lights. God help me. Light a candle. Y'all pray for your pastor this morning. And, and these are just a few of the signature songs that allowed Teddy P to become the ultimate balladeer of his time. And with all these great songs, all these great love songs, nothing may exemplify a Teddy P song more than when somebody loves you back. Listen to how Teddy digs into the verse of this song to make his point of what love looks like. He said, it's so good loving somebody and that somebody loves you back. He says, to be loved and be loved in return. It's the only thing that my heart desires. Just to appreciate the little things I do. Oh, you're the one who's got me inspired. Keep on lifting, lifting me higher. And let me just say that as a believer, when I hear Teddy P singing, when somebody loves me back, I begin to process and appreciate the absolute and unrelenting love that our God shows to us. And it shouts me, y'all, because the way God loves me is unmatched. It's unparalleled. It's unrivaled. His love for me is supreme. And lady, as we were driving in this morning, she dropped a bombshell on me. She said that our love, he loves us so much that it inspired him to create the earth. It inspired him to hang the sun in the sky. It inspired him to make sure that we had a way of life. It inspired him to make sure that we were above and not beneath. It inspired him to make sure that we would be the hell the head and not the tail. It inspired him for us to be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. The Bible said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And if that isn't good enough, Paul says in Romans, God showed his love for us in that while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. And there is no greater love than to lay down one's life 
for a friend. So even in my worst state, God loves for me never changes. He loves me with the Bible or the bottle in my hand. He loves me with my hands up at the party or my hands lifted in worship. God's love for me is unconditional, which means his loves go beyond my mess. It means his, he loves me even when I'm acting unlovable. Whew. And with God loving me through my shortcomings and all my mistakes, he wants us, watch this, to love him the way he loves us. So the challenge this morning is can you love God the way he loves you? Can you love him when your health fails and you know he can heal you, but he makes you live with it? God, help me. Can you love him when you are flat broke and you know he owns the cattle on a thousand hill, but all you have in your pocket is lint and a stale peppermint? Can you love him when your life is full of chaos and confusion and you know all he has to do is step onto the boat of your life and say, peace be still, but instead he goes silent? Can you love God? the way he loves you back. And it's in this 29th chapter of Genesis, Lady V, where we pick up the concept of loving somebody and that somebody loves you back. It's a familiar story in the Bible. It's the story about Jacob who was chosen by God. And even though, don't miss this, he's chosen by God, Jacob has serious character flaws. Y'all not hearing me in this place. He was selected by God, and yet he didn't act like a person who had promise and blessings over his life. His name, Jacob, it means trickster. And, and look at what he does, Nikki. He lies to his father, and he tricks his brother out of the birthright. And even with all of this going on, God still loves him, God is still going to use him, and God is still going to bless him. Y'all not helping me. I don't know who this is for today, but you are not your mistakes. Can I say that one more time? You are not your mistakes. You are not your shortcomings. You are not what other people say you are, but you are who God has purposed you to be. And he loves you that much to make sure that you're going to reach your intended destiny. I know you got some problems, but God is saying, I made you with promise. I, I know you're in the middle of some mess, but God is saying you still got ministry work to do. I, I know you feel like you don't measure up, but God is saying in the end, you're going to be on top because I love you too much to let you fall. Man, I don't know who that is for today, but God is going to love you beyond your mistakes. He's going to love you beyond your mishaps. And at the end of the day, he's going to love you all the way to your blessing. I need somebody that may be feeling down and out to just hold on to God's unchanging hand. and said, even though I messed up, I'm still going to hold on. Even though I may have made some mistakes, I'm still holding on. Do I have anybody worshiping with us online that can say, I'm holding on 
to God's unchanging hand. Magic, I feel like preaching in here today, man. Uh, so Jacob, so Jacob, after lying to his father and tricking his older brother Esau, he leaves home because he is fearful of what Esau may do to him. So Jacob leaves and he ends up in the land of his mother, Rebekah. And it is here that he finds his uncle who has, goes by the name of Laban. Laban, watch this, y'all, has two daughters. The oldest daughter name was Leah, and the younger daughter was named Rachel. The text highlights, don't miss this, the beauty of Rachel, while suggesting that Leah was not as beautiful as the younger sister. I can imagine, I can imagine magic, this may have caused some problems, some jealousy between the two sisters. Uh, the text says, watch this, that Jacob loved Rachel and he makes a deal with his uncle that he would work seven years just to have Rachel in marriage. I got to stop, push pause right there. That, that lady must have been one fine sister for him to say that he would work for free for seven years. That's a word for somebody in here today. That's a word for some young lady online that if they won't work for you for free for seven years, they may not be worth your time at all. I don't know who that was for. I don't know who that was for. Uh, but she, he worked seven years for free just to have Rachel and his wife. And watch this, Laban agrees to the deal. And the text says that because of Jacob's love for Rachel, watch this, that seven years seem like only a few days. Mm. Uh, and, and on the day, watch this, y'all, that Rachel was to be given to Jacob as his wife. Laban throws a big party. He pulls out all the bottles. They are popping caps. Everybody's having a good time. And watch this. When Jacob gets a little bit over the top, Laban tricks him, and he gives him Leah instead of Rachel. Watch this, y'all. When, when Jacob wakes up and he sees what has been done to him, he says to his uncle, how could you have tricked me? <laughs> how could you have done this to me? So, so now, watch this, y'all. We have a full-on mess. We, we have Jacob, who is now married to someone he doesn't love, but yet he stays with her and even becomes intimate with her whoo, just to get with her sister. And, and this is a mess, y'all. This is a love, love triangle. And this positioned us with some very relevant questions. I've got some questions. Can, here it is, can true love be built on lies and deception? What do I do when I'm giving all I have to a person who doesn't value who I am. Will I ever, God help me in here, find true love? Our text this morning begins to give us some clues, some answers to this very pertinent and impertinent and important questions. Look at what the text teaches us. Look at what it does. It says, in order for somebody to love you, the way you love them, here it is, the first thing, there must be an appreciation for who you are. Let, let me say this, um, 
Uh, if you can't love me, uh, you, if, you, if you, you can't love me, let me say it again, you can't love me if you don't appreciate who I am or what I bring to the relationship. Can, can I say that one more time? You can't love me if you don't appreciate who I am or what I bring to the relationship. Because when you don't appreciate me, you will only use me from what you can get from me. I'm in the text, y'all. I'm in the text. Verse 30 says, watch this. It's very subtle. So Jacob slept with Rachel too. And he loved her more than he did Leah. Uh, woo. So after Leah gives all she has, the text says he sleeps with Rachel too. What do you do? When you've given all you have and it's still not enough, God help me. What do you do when you're given all you have and it's still not appreciated? Uh, you give your kids the best and they still act like you owe them something. You give your all to your job and they still lay you off after years and years of service. You give your all to the ministry and people still find fault in everything that you do. And let me just say, it's hard to keep loving when the person you love doesn't appreciate you. And far too many of us have found ourselves as the Leah in the relationship, where people want to use you without giving you the love you need. Can I preach it like I feel it in this place? They want ring privileges without putting the ring on your finger. Uh, uh, let, me, let me help y'all. They want your vote, but they don't want to support policies that would help you and your community to have a better way of life. They, they want all you have while giving you nothing in return. But is there anybody worshiping with us this morning that can say, this is the last day of me feeling underappreciated because I am who God says I am. God says I'm more than a conqueror. God says, I can do anything through his strength. And he says that I will always feel appreciated with him because nothing can separate me from his love. God, help me. So not only, so not only, y'all, do I need to be appreciated to receive the love I give out, but secondly, in order for somebody to love me the way I love them, watch this, it's not their love. It's the love of God that makes the difference. Check out verse 31. Uh, God sees that Leah is underappreciated. He sees that she is unloved by her husband. And this word unloved in the Hebrew is sinua. Mm. And, 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 and lady, it means to hate. Mm. It means to reject. Uh, don't miss this, y'all. Jacob is sleeping with someone he hates and rejects, while at the same time, he's sleeping with someone he loves and adores. Woo! And even though you are not appreciated, even though you have people who are rejecting you, you have people who can't stand to see you coming. Watch this. God still allows you to be fruitful. They, they can't stand you on the job but you still get the promotion. 
They, they set up roadblocks to keep you from being successful. But every time you turn around, God keeps on blessing you. Do I got any blessed folks worshiping with us today to say that every time I turn around, God keeps on blessing me in spite of what the naysayers said? God keeps on blessing me. He keeps on making sure I got clothes on my back. He makes sure I got food on my table. He makes sure that I got provision for my family. Can somebody say that every time I turn around, God keeps blessing me? And, and here it is. Here it is, y'all. Here it is. Here's the, here's the question. What do you do when God allows you to be fruitful and frustrated at the same time? I've got problems, but I'm still producing. And this is where Leah is. She is frustrated with her marriage, but yet she is fruitful in the same marriage. God, help me in here. And watch this. She makes the mistake that many of us do. She takes the fruitfulness of the relationship as a sign of real love. Ah, but I came with a public service announcement this morning that if a person can't love you for who you are, they don't love you the way you deserve to be loved. And if you always have to give of yourself just to get someone to pay attention to you, you will always find yourself frustrated and lacking the fulfillment you are so desperately seeking. Love cannot exist without respect, and a shared consideration of each other's feelings. And, and, and so look at what Leah does because she confuses her fruitfulness for real love. Watch what happens, y'all. So, so she begins to give life oh, to her dysfunctional marriage. She, she begins to speak prosperity over something that is flawed. Watch this, y'all. She names her firstborn child Reuben which means that God has looked on her affliction. So now she believes that Jacob is going to love her because God has seen her affliction. But what do you do when God sees your problem and he still blesses you, and yet the person that you are trying to get love from still doesn't want to love you? Mm. So watch what she does, y'all. She, she's fruitful once more. She has another son, and she names him Simeon, which means the Lord has heard my cry. Uh, Leah hoped that because God heard that she was unloved, that this would turn Jacob's heart toward her. But Jacob still does not love Leah. She has another son, God help me in this place, and she names him Levi. And Levi means to attach to. It means attachment. So surely she believes that after giving Jacob three sons, he would finally attach his love to her and that he would love her the way she loves him. God, help me. I'm trying to help somebody right now. And many of you are struggling right now because you have given all you have and yet you still find that people will not love you. They, they still reject the very thought of you being in their lives. You, watch this. You've gone to the best schools. You've obtained all the degrees. You've bought the best house. 
you've got the fancy car. But because of the color of your skin, they still don't love you. You, you assimilate it to the idea of the American dream. But what you're finding out is that this American dream is really American nightmare because it's not a dream designed for you to succeed in life. And while other people want to see you fail, God's love is always working and bringing us through every situation that we encounter. And sometimes he uses the rejection of others to show you the power of his acceptance of who you are. I need somebody to say, I know he loves me. He accepts and loves me for just who I am. He loves me when other people reject me. He loves me and he shows me what real love looks like. God, let me show you what real love looks like. God's love means that he will die for you. God's love means that he paid the price for you. God's love says, I love you and I will put food on your table. God says it's not other people's love, but it's my love that makes the difference. So, so not only does a real love show appreciation, but it also shows God's love as the example of a true love. But lastly, y'all, and I'm getting out of here, when somebody loves you back, you must direct your love to the right source. Here it is. I'm done, y'all. After naming her sons, at what you thought would, at what she thought would bring her love, she finally realized she was directing her love to the wrong source. She was trying to love something, don't miss this, that did not have the capacity to love her back. And, and far too many of us are trying to love people who don't have the capacity to handle the gifting and the love that you are giving out. Verse 35 says that she conceived and bore another son. But this time, instead of trying to please Jacob, Leah makes a dramatic change. She says, this time, I'm going to praise the one who has been with me since day one. I'm going to lift up the one who has loved me when no one else would love me. She says, I'm going to give my affection to the only one who has the ability to love me like I need to be loved. And she names her last son Judah. Woo! Good day, Van Street. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to smile upon you. But is there anybody in this place that can help me close this message? That understand that Leah's need to praise God. That even though things didn't turn out the way she wanted them to turn out. But that she needed to give God some glory anyhow. Can anybody say, I'm going to give God a hallelujah anyhow. I'm going to praise him anyhow. That even though it feels like people are getting over on you, but somehow a praise spirit has fallen on your life that you can't help but to tell God thank you, that you can't help but to tell the Lord I love you. And here it is, y'all, that Leah begins to give life to the Teddy P lyrics when he says, it's so good loving somebody 
and that somebody loves you back. It's so good needing somebody and that somebody needs you back. Can somebody say, Lord, I need you. I need you in my home. I need you on my job, Lord. I need you in my relationship. I need you in my ministry assignments. I need you to watch over my family. I need you to cover my wife. I need you to be with my kids. I need you to watch over my church. And Lord, I need the most important thing. I need your love. I need your love because it's your love that keeps me stable. It's your love that keeps me balanced. It's your life that gives me a blessed assurance. It's your love that brings peace into my life. It's your love that brings comfort into my life. So it's time for the foolishness to stop. It's time for the chaos to end. It's time for the drama to take a back seat. But it's my time. I wish I had somebody online that can say it's my time. You need to go ahead and move stuff in your living room. You need to pull the car over and get out your car and say it's my time. It's my time. It's my time. Things are turning around. It's my time. My time to be blessed. It's my time. Time to be delivered. It's my time. Time to be healed. It's my time for a financial breakthrough. You need to move the stuff over and begin to walk around your house and say, it's my time. It's time for peace in my home. It's my time. It's time for joy in my home. You need to go ahead and say, it's my time. It's my time for the restoration. Somebody say, it's my time. It's my time to feel joy again. It's my time to feel peace again. It's my time to feel alive again. It's my time to feel a real love. It's so good loving somebody and that somebody loves you back. He loves me in spite of my imperfections. He loves me with all my faults. He loves me through all my flaws. He loves me when I don't even know how to love myself. He loves me until I learn how to love him back. I used to love him for what he could give me. But now I know, lady, I love him simply because of who he is. Somebody say he is the great Lord. He is the Holy One. He is Abba, God my Father. He is El Elohim, my God the Creator. He is Elohim Chesedity, the God of my mercy. He is El Imuna, the God who is faithful. He is El Shaddai, the Almighty God. He is El Ra, 
the God who sees me. He is Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. He is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner. He is Jehovah Rophi, the Lord who heals. He is Jehovah Selah, the Lord my rock. And when you don't remember none of those things, you can say he's Jesus, my rock in a weary land. He's bread to a starving generation. He's water to somebody who's thirsty. He's a bridge over troubled water. He's a rock in a weary land. He's the rose of Sharon. And he is the risen savior because he loved me that much. He died for me. His love put him on an old rugged cross. His love put him in a grave for three days. But early, I said early, Sunday morning, love got up with all power in his hands. And so now love is lifted. And because love is lifted, it lifts me out of depression. It lifts me from low self-esteem. It lifts me out of my misery. It lifts me on a higher place. Can somebody say God's love lifted me? It lifts me higher, 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 higher than I've ever gone before. Can somebody say I need a love? Just like that, I need a love. Just like that, a love that lifts me, a love that restores me, a love that keeps me. I done messed around and got happy. I said I need somebody to help me close this message that can move stuff around your house and begin to give God praise. Not because of the stuff he's given you, but because of who he is. He is love. So I'm gonna praise God for loving on me. Can somebody say I'm praising him because he is an example of what real love looks like. Come on and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, and somebody help me praise him. Come on, and help me praise him right here. He's worthy of the praise. Don't you sit down on God. I don't care where you are. Begin to give God praise. Give him glory. He's worthy. And magic, this is what blows my mind. That after Leah has been subject to all types of hate, after he, she's been humiliated, after it seems like she's been cast aside, that at the end of the day, 
she says, I'm going to praise God because he's the only one that loved me. And I just want to know, is there anybody online that's got a testimony like Leah? They done walked over you. They treated you like a doormat. They have forgotten about you. They hate the sight of you. But at the end of the day, at 11.04 on a Sunday morning, can you still stand up on your feet and say, God, I praise you. I praise you. Not because of what people say, but I praise you simply because of who you are. You never turned your back on me. You always kept me in the center of your eye. Can somebody say, I'm the apple of his eye. And every time he looks at me, he's got to bless me. That's why I can say every time I turn around, he keeps on blessing me. Because when he looks at me, he says, that's my child. And I love my child. Even when the world walks away, I love my child. Woo! That's all. When somebody loves you back, <sighs> man, I'm trying to move forward. I don't, I, I, man, I don't know who is online, who's worshiping with us, who, who is Leah in this text. Yet yeah, you, you are Leah. You, you know how I know you, Leah? Look, you only get phone calls at 11.15 p.m. Mm. You, you only are talked to because you have transportation to take people wherever they need to go. They, they only invite you because they know you got resources. They know you got money. And you fall for it. You say, oh, they talking to me. They love me. <laughs> and you begin to name your money. Attachment. He hears me. You begin to give more importance to having stuff versus praising God. And this is where Leah had to get to. Not Aaliyah. Leah. I don't know, Leah, do you got to get to this point? This is the point she had to get to. That is not the stuff I have. It's not what I can give somebody. It's my praise to God. Can I help somebody? When you take the focus off of people and things around you and begin to focus your energy on God, he will open doors. He will give you what you need. He will put you in the right place at the right time. You, you know what, bless me, lady, if you go on and study this text, the blessing of Israel, the, the entire nation, 
doesn't come from Rachel. The blessing of the entire nation of Israel comes through Leah. Her son Levi represents the priestly tribe. And her son Judah gives praise. Even when people try to minimize you, God's got a way of elevating you. Watch this. Not just for a day, a lifetime. Woo. Man, see, see, some of you are looking for blessings right now. God is saying, I'm trying to bless you and the generations to come behind you. I'm not blessing you just for right now. I'm blessing your next generation, your children's children's generation. I'm trying to make your name last forever. Oh, my God, my God. I, I don't want it just to be blessed today. I want you to bless my life, my life and my generation forever. So, let me tell you, don't be fooled by that little stimulus check. It's a blessing for today. Huh. Don't, don't be fooled by a little tax cut that looks like a blessing for today. But I need something that's going to sustain me in my community for a lifetime. Who needs to come? I'm, I'm, I'm letting it go. Who, who, who is Leah in the text? I know you're on there. Put your name and say, Pastor, I ain't even playing with it. Pastor, I'm ready to join the body of Christ. It, it, it's, it's time for you to stop taking the Leah mentality and naming these things as blessings. But it's time to take the Leah mentality and say, I'm going to praise God first. Who, who, who needs to come? Come on, put it, in, put it in there. Say, Pastor, that's me. I need to come. I, I'm ready to give my life to Christ. I'm tired of trying to fix this thing on my own. But I'm ready to give my life to you. Is that you today? As Teddy P said, it's a love that inspires me. It's going to lift me higher. When somebody loves you back. Father God, we thank you. We give you praise and glory even now, Lord God. We thank you for how you have blessed us on this platform today. We thank you, Lord God, that we can rest assured in your love, that your love is never ending, that your love never fails. It will always be there. It will always be there for us. 
to guide, to lead, to build us up. We thank you for your love today. We thank you for the example of your love in the form of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God, for just blessing us to making provision for us that we will have the opportunity to be with you in glory forever, that every day will be like Sunday, that we will just go from praise to praise to praise. Oh, what a day that will be. Lord God, we just thank you today. We thank you for this, this, this Bible story that helps us, Lord God, to put priority on our love. So Father God, we just give you praise, we give you glory, and it's in the matchless, majestic, and magnificent name of Jesus Christ we pray. Let everybody say amen, amen, amen. Look, Bad Street, we love you all. Man, love, these love songs are blessing me. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about next week already. Love songs, y'all. It's been a blessing. Look, um. Thank you for joining us at Van Street Baptist Church. Please make sure to visit our website and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a message. We are live on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if this message touched you, we would love to hear from you. Or if you'd simply tell a friend, family member, or someone close to you to check us out. You can find all of our contact links in the show description below. And thank you again for joining us, and God bless you.